Okay, we don't really have like a podcast intro. Um, we've only been doing this for like one episode. Do, 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 oh, so. do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> like intro music, maybe one day. We can have Bring a back. EDM intro. Like remix that one day. I don't know. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, actually before we actually start, I want to keep like a tally of how many times I say oh my gosh this time because I was listening to my <laughs> old audio and it was like terrible. So no, don't be too hard on yourself. Okay, I have a tally count going right now for OMG, yeah, and same. Okay. <laughs> now I'm prepped. <laughs> I feel like same same is okay because like I feel we we all say same a lot. Me too, I as well. Okay, so is this podcast just just an overview of like what this is about? I guess. I guess this podcast will just be like something we'll look at in like twenty years. Yeah, and, and cringe over. <laughs> <laughs> over wow. the good times we had in high school the good times <laughs> cringe at our stupid opinions uh that's gonna they be they knew nothing wait this is like exactly. a time capsule <laughs> they couldn't do taxes a Choice, verbal time capsule yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i guess we can start with um like how you felt about 2020 i'm sure we'll remember but there's probably gonna be like some things i guess mm-hmm yeah, 2020 doesn't didn't feel real. Like during the New Year's Eve, I didn't feel like I actually experienced the whole year yet. I felt like 2020 kind of started at January and ended March when quarantine started and the rest of the like 9 months just didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. True. Like from March onwards, it felt like a fever dream. Also, like, just how much it, like, being in quarantine messed up my sleep schedule. Yeah. And also my eating (sighs) schedule. Oh, yeah. Middle of the night. I, like, don't eat anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I eat, like, once a day, but also it's because I wake up so late that, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, like, sleep schedule. I have, because I had, like, um... Well, I guess this is partly because, okay, so this year during quarantine, my Wi-Fi lock was like partially taken away. So I think it's probably also because of that. But I used to go to bed at like at least 12 a.m., maybe 1 a.m. But now I go to bed every day at like 4, like 4 or 5 a.m. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck? What day is it right now? Oh, Saturday, Saturday. January 2nd. It's Saturday, December 2nd, and we are, (laughs) we have one more day of winter break. And on Monday, we have school. I feel like this next month is going to be, like, the actual end. I'm going to get so... Wait, can I curse in this podcast? Yeah, of course. Okay, I feel like it's going to, like, fuck me up so bad. It's going to be, like end of first quarter times like 10 i'm just like okay can like we we only have like one month left of quarter two right yeah basically 
I feel like I didn't learn anything. That's that's insane to me. I don't. It feels like forever and also no time at all. I don't want to think about like we've been it. In school, we've been in school for like four months already. Oh my gosh. How are we halfway Bro. through, like almost halfway through junior year? But once what, it's like, over. What have I done in the past year? I've done nothing. I mean, it's hard to do anything when you're in quarantine. That's true. Oh, that's another thing. Did you guys, um, I guess maybe this is like a hot take <laughs> for quarantine, but I guess, um, like everyone was talking about, like, it's, it's like horrible that you're socially isolated and at, at home and stuff. But like, to be honest, I kind of liked it, but like, I, I feel like that's, that's not a very popular opinion. No, oh, yeah, I liked it. There definitely some aspects. <laughs> I enjoyed of being quarantined. Um, yeah. yeah, like not waking up at six thirty p.m. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Or a.m. to wait for the bus. Uh, the start times. Okay, school in general. The schedule of school became a lot easier for us. I think because we got one hour lunch breaks. It starts later and ends at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. asynchronous Wednesdays, so all of those are really great, but also distance learning in general, just it's hard for both yeah <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find motivation to oh, definitely to stuff like stuff that will usually oh, stuff that would like usually take me like maybe one hour, two hours to do it's like taking me at least five hours and just stuff mm-hmm. like that. Oh, I was going to say, I just like don't go to any of my Zoom classes anymore. Yeah. Because I just I like, either. I can't like focus when I'm at home. Like even if I'm just like in the Zoom class, I'm not even absorbing anything, which is yeah. probably, I probably should go to them, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I don't think like, the last time I went to Spanish class was like, the f- maybe the first month of school, <laughs> and I I, really, I just haven't been. I feel, I don't know. I feel really guilty, but also I just like I can't care right now. Yeah. I think it's it's like even worse because last year we had pass fail, and oh. like <laughs> that was like the first time that I could slack off and have no consequences. And I think I, like, got used to it. And so I apply that same mentality to this year. Even though this year matters more than any other year in my entire life. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so fucked up. Okay, like, not gonna lie. I feel like COVID is kind of, like, it, it's, like, sucks because distance learning is, like, hard. <clears throat> but, like, I feel like the classes in some ways became easier. Yeah, I wonder, like, how hard my classes will be if we didn't have this 4 by 4 schedule. Because, like, the teachers are, like, definitely cutting out stuff. But, like, it's also, like, it's, like, harder in some aspects, like, definitely. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of aspects became easier. Like, I don't know. I feel like I might have struggled more if this was, if I took all these classes in person. Also, like, taking eight or like seven ib classes at once <laughs> i don't i'm feel, I'm like glad i probably won't like actually ever experience it 
Yeah. Well, we have next year. <laughs> yeah. Senior. Next year's slightly easier. I. For me, at least. Well, your classes are easier next year? Because I'm, like, done with math, basically. I'm done with, like, physics. I'm done with Japanese. It's, like, all my hard classes I'm, like, done with. I'm, like, planning on taking oh. it easier ne- next year. Probably also going to, like, have a free period, like, early release or something. Oh, Jesus. I really... I guess, like, okay, I, it's it's my fault because I'm doing IB diploma. But oh. next year is going to be literal hell. Like, oh, I can't even gosh. imagine the amount of pain I'm going to be in. Because <laughs> every, everything's HL2. Oh. I have seven IB tests in May. Oh, God. That oh, sounds God. like a nightmare. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Why did you do this to yourself? That's like, um, I used to segue into... Since this is like like a time capsule podcast or whatever, um, if you want to like if we want to talk about like like talk to your future self, I guess like in one year, I, the biggest thing for me is like if I drop the diploma or not. Because I'm like every single day I wake up and I think about it because it's so like I have no idea if this is worth it or not. And so I hope by next year I would have made my decision and I don't have to be tortured by this every day, like. I can't tell. If I were to ask me in one year one question. No, I know what I'm going to like tell myself one year from now. Actually, I want to know one year from now, like if that Joyce thinks that all that, all the like stress that she put herself in throughout high school is worth it for the results that she got yeah. from college apps. <laughs> That's good. One year from now, we're going to be in college. Are we? Uh, not yet. Or we're actually no, like going early. To be done. Well, no, Wait, like what? early okay. action. We're actually going to be done applying for colleges by now. Does that include results? I don't even no, know. No, the, the results. College. Unless we go early, unless your early college accepts you, then we know. Um, otherwise, results come out on April first. <laughs> that sounds like such a terrible day. A joke. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haha. <laughs> um, we redact your acceptance. We've seen your social media posts. You reference drugs at oh least God. once. We can't have you on our campus, I'm sorry. <laughs> That'd be such a sick joke. You guys remember you guys remember like drunk? No. <laughs> I don't think about middle school, the okay? <laughs> that's this is about the future. I, that's a locked away memory. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait, Future. sorry, I'm out of the loop, what? Wait, Emma, was, oh, I feel like Emma wasn't. Were you in Drunk Asia, the Google Hangouts, like, giant Asian chat? No. <laughs> oh, honestly? Why did that happen? It's probably for the better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember anything that happened on there. I wish I, like, just did nothing in middle school. Because whenever I think yeah, back on too. middle school, I just, like, die inside. I wish I like, yeah. like calmed down and wasn't on whatever I was on back then. I don't know. Middle school is weird. I hope. Um. I hope when like in a few years, I don't feel the same about myself now. Cause like, I I hate middle school me so much. I want to like punch her in the face <laughs> and like. But to be honest, I don't know if I'm that much better like now. So I hope I'm not like. 
I don't know. Am I doing anything inherently cringy? Like, <laughs> I won't know until a few years, <laughs> but I really hope I'm not. I say that you aren't being cringy right now, and I'm gonna regret it now. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, you, we won't, we won't know. I feel like you like always look back and like, re- like Cringe. regret a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes so I regret stuff I said yesterday. So, I guess yeah. <laughs> maybe in a few years, uh, this whole conversation, I'm going to be so so. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I can't really. Hmm. I can't tell what I, I'd be doing, ten years from now. Oh, bro, ten years? years? Yeah. Like we're at our jobs. That's crazy. Or homeless. I don't know. I can see both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a that's another thing. So like, um, I think I I mentioned this to Emma before, but. It literally feels like my life is going to end when I apply for colleges or like the end of senior year. It's like my life is like a game and it's it's just going to end because I have no scope of what's going to happen. And everything in my entire life I've been doing has been leading up to that one event. And then I have no idea what's going to happen after. And so like I hope by next year I won't be thinking like this because like I don't know it feels I don't know if I'll have motivation after college to, like, do things. Because there, there's no, like, tangible goal besides make enough money so you don't die. Like, that's that's miserable. Yeah, that's I how mean, it is. It's kind of different for me, probably, because I have an older sister who's, like, already experiencing everything, so she just tells me everything about it. And, I don't know, I... I feel like I can, like, envision what's going to happen after college, but I'm, like, I don't know which kind of life I want to live. Like, I don't know if I want to become, like, uh, like, buy a big mansion and live a boring life or, like, go into the city. I don't know which one I'd be more happy with, which is scary because what I do now, like, my actions now decide what kind of future I'm gonna live and I don't want to make like a wrong decision oh I already like mentioned this a bunch of times but I guess I'm just mentioning it on this podcast for my future self but I I have such like I feel like I'm so unsure of whether or not I should do computer science. I mm, I probably will. I like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Okay. I feel like okay, I remember, like I've been like thinking about it a lot, but it's like I feel like so many girls are like pushed into STEM. Like I feel like a lot of girls like don't even genuinely like it. It's like it's like you're like yeah. people tell you like you should go into STEM because like you're like okay at it and you're a girl, so you'll have it easy in STEM. Which I feel like isn't even going to be true. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I feel like the people that do go into, like, like Peter and Jason. I don't want to. (laughs) They're, they're like, so smart and, like, so good at coding. I feel like... Like, will I ever be 
good enough or、mm, I think、yeah. if you're talking about if you'll ever be good enough, I'm sure like because you're smart, I'm sure like you'll skill level wise, I'm sure you'll get there, but like, um, I don't know, like, will you be happy in CS? Because like that's like, dude, I don't know, like, when at least my parents talk about it, it's like. You pick CS. You're not happy, but you're making good money. Or you can go homeless and do the things you want to do. I feel like after <laughs> I took C plus plus, I was like the only girl <laughs> in my entire class. <laughs> so like after that, it's like in the workspace. It's probably just gonna be if I like do a genuine like software engineer job. Like my mom also tells me like she's the only woman in her like meetings most of the time. I feel like I would be so like uncomfortable, especially because like I yeah, have honestly, such an aversion、yeah. to men already. <laughs> I feel like the oh like affirmative action and trying to get more girls into like STEM by giving them benefits, like diversity. I think it matters. Oh, for sure. I think my main problem with STEM or CS going to CS is doing something I like in CS because I mean I think CS on its own I use it for stuff in my own enjoyment, but I I can't really imagine doing just like sitting and coding I don't know like security for banks or anything because. You can do like cool stuff with it, I guess. Like I like to program stuff to waste time, <laughs> but I mean otherwise, like programming. I don't know a red black tree. I mean you're not gonna be sitting down and programming red black trees for a living or anything like that. But it just <laughs> totally different experience. Yeah, I guess CS is pretty like. There's a pretty large selection of jobs you could do. I'm just I just don't know what those jobs are. Like when I think of going into CS, I just think like coding, desk job, cub like cubicle. Yeah. So I'm get I guess in the future for future me. What did I do? Going down the CS path.、Hmm. I just like um to like touch on what Joy said about like being the only girl in CS. Do you think like in the future? Because I feel like there are like a big amount of like a large amount of girls that are going into CS. So like maybe in the future, there there will be more girls, which is like yeah. If that makes you feel better, I don't know. <laughs> oh, for for Joy's. Like and for me too. Like, I've been thinking, am I only going into CS because it's easier for girls? But like, the thing is, I don't know what other job I can. Like, I've always been interested in like biology, but、hmm. everyone kind of had their like medical field. Pathway phase, <laughs> yeah. 
But I kind of realized that it's like a lot of work. So like I don't com I don't hate CS, but I don't know if there's other jobs out there that I might like. Mhm. Mm but for now, CS is sustainable. Do we want to like go around and say what our current like career aspirations are? Just to see if they change next year, because I feel like, oh, oh no, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, Joyce's AirPods just broke. <laughs> oh no. That then will just like sync again, and then hopefully, hopefully, I'll I'll be able to figure it out. Okay. Wh what was the last mm -hmm. thing I said? Oh, uh, future <sighs> career aspirations. Oh. Big question. Okay. Does anyone want to start? I have no idea. <laughs> We're all aimlessly <laughs> wandering the career fields right now. No one really knows what's going to be. It sounds like probably like uh, CS. I mean, for you guys, it's probably CS, mm, right? Yeah. Oh wait. Audrey, what do you want to be? I've always been kind of curious. I don't even know. I don't, like, I feel like I'm not applying myself, like, intensely in any subject right now. So, I don't know. Like, I was talking to Joyce in art class once, and she was like, you want to be a zookeeper? And I was like, nah, fam, I can't. <laughs> so, like, whatever I like right now is mostly just, like, volunteering. I don't, I can't see it as, like, a sustainable career. It's just gonna be, like, a hobby in the future. <laughs> I can feed bears. <laughs> I don't know. I guess, um, the field that I kind of want to go into is, like, research, or, like, science mm. research, but specifically, like, field stuff. Ooh. So I can, like, work outside and work with, like, animals and nature and stuff. That sounds fun. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like you would like that too. I've been talking to, um, I've been talking to my homeroom teacher, who was a wildlife biologist for Dang. like thirty years. Yeah. And it sounds like it's a dream job if you're good enough. But if you're not, then you will make like I'm not even joking, like ten k a year. Oh, oh you're gosh. actually dead. Really? It, it's so, it's so polarized because you you either succeed and you make like uh at at the at his peak. Um, he was making, I think, 140k really? a year. Wait, what is he teaching? And at now? his lowest, oh, he's a he's a um STEM chem teacher at Sunset. Oh, okay. Well, you can always become a STEM chem like, teacher. Oh my god! <laughs> but he makes like the thing is he he's also he also has like his own businesses. So he's just like cracked at life. Like I don't, okay. how do you get like him? I don't understand. And he's so charismatic. So he just like won everything. Oh, oh I feel like so I don't think I can like as. Yeah, I, I don't think I can aspire to be like him, but um, I don't know. I guess, like, that career path is what I want to follow. Is there, like, a certain, like, part of it? Like, I know for, like, vets, don't make that much, but, like, if you're doing, like, blood work and being all fancy with the microscopes, you make more than vets do, and it's, like, less hands-on. But it's more, like, research-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with, um wildlife biology too like the more money you make the less you're actually doing stuff with wildlife like you're like in like courtrooms like lobbying Ooh. laws and stuff like yeah. <laughs> that sucks 
and I don't ever want to do that. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. So that's the that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm I am putting myself in a field that makes no money. Like what? That's like the biggest thing that I'm worried about. Mm. Like I'm I'm like setting myself up for failure, at least for the first twenty years that I'm working. Okay, that's my rant. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. I know nothing. (laughs) We're all just... I feel like, um... I haven't done enough research. Like, even into colleges. Like, we're literally leaving for college next year. And, like, I've I've only really looked into, like, UW. Oh, yeah. Pretty much, like, that's it. (laughs) UW, UC. All of us, just... Oh, exactly. That's... Um, yeah. Actually, same. right before this, my mom and I, I were talking about I which colleges I wanted to apply to. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, majority of them is just UW, UCs. <laughs> Do you guys want to stay close to home? Actually, I I, sh- I kind of want to see the... Oh, that sounds so weird, but no. I don't want to see the world, but I do want to experience living outside of the Pacific Northwest because I know for a fact that, or maybe not a fact, but I'm pretty sure that after I spend college and maybe like the first two to four years outside of college, I'm coming back to the Pacific Northwest because I love the Pacific Northwest so much. It's, yeah, like, exactly. I can't imagine living anywhere else. I'm like, definitely not a big city type of person so like i'm definitely gonna stay on the west coast and probably not i okay even thinking about go to cal going to california kind of scares me a bit because like i know there's like a lot of big cities in california and i want to stay in like suburban like okay oregon is literally my dream state like portland like the weather Mm. and like the infrastructure and everything is like good building yeah but i also don't want to i also don't want to stay here because go to washington (laughs) yeah exactly that's like my that's like my first choice and like i don't know i think maybe going to work in the east coast one day would be pretty cool but i don't think i'm ready to like move there entirely Mm. when i'm Oh my god, I'm going to be 18 this year. I <laughs> have a breakdown every single day thinking about this. But like, moving across the country by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how my brother got across to Johns Hopkins by himself. Like, I would lose myself in the airport. I don't. I don't have no idea how to navigate <laughs> through this world by myself without following <laughs> an adult. <laughs> also, just, just like, I feel like a lot of my extracurriculars I joined like because like you guys joined and then I kind of liked it. I feel like when I do go off oh, on Yeah, my we own, talked yesterday about like how adults make friends or like the lack of friend making when you get older. I like I can't find the video, but I saw this like YouTube video. That was like, why do adults have such a hard time like making friends or have so few friends? 
it's because like like us right now we all kind of met each other through school which is like a mandatory thing that everyone has to do and like we have common classes and stuff but when you're out being an adult like you kind of have that choice of doing whatever you want so you're never really in one place for too long yeah one thing that um kind of gives me hope though is cuz uh like when i talked to my parents they said they they probably lost like 90% of their friends when they had kids so no kids as long as it's cuz <laughs> like you're so busy with your kids right so hopefully like if i find wait you i i can't uh, remember if you guys didn't want kids or not oh no we agreed to all be just like cool aunts yeah. for the rest of our lives okay <laughs> yeah it's like if we all don't have kids i think friend making will probably a little bit be a little bit easier because like we, we have more time i guess yeah. <laughs> drink our fake yeah. alcohol our our juice pouches on the not cruise ship because cruises are bad for the environment we can sit on our lawns drinking capri suns <laughs> <laughs> oh we were just talking about how like joyce what do you what do you want to be or what do you what path are you going down right now? I think I'm going to do like um, UX design. UX is lit. Like, it feels like it's the only stable design job that isn't like 100% yeah. It's art. like it's like because I'm I like feel like I have a pretty clear path, even if it's one that I don't really like, but it's realistically probably what's best for me it's like i'm gonna study um computer science and art in college probably dual dual major and then i can find like a job at a big tech company Hmm. for um like some sort of design that like incorporates code which would pay well but also wouldn't I probably wouldn't hate my life that much because it incorporates art that's probably what I'm gonna do but yeah was that a good answer okay you passed the test I don't know what (laughs) what were everyone else's answers I don't know oh we had like an existential spiral (laughs) yeah I don't think any of us like really have a I have, I don't know, even, like, the career that I'm thinking of, which is um, probably, like, academic wildlife biology-ish, I have, I don't know what the career path for that is. Like, you, you go to college, study biology, and then what? You find a lab? <laughs> like, I have no idea. There's probably, like, internships, or, like, maybe you can do study abroad, and they'll have, like, haha, you can go pet a giraffe and collect stool samples. Yeah. We love feces. You know? That's like the I guess the the worst thing about this field is how random it is and everything is luck. Like so little of it is skill. It's just you you have to meet the right people at the right time or else you're going to miss every opportunity. That's really true. So like it's it's so scary. 
I feel like I have a couple of career paths depending on where which school I end up going to. So I do want to go, like if I end up going to Ivy League school, then I probably want to go into consulting or something that Ooh, just isn't. Like business? Yeah, investment it's, banking? It's, trying to do that. Not investment banking. <laughs> oh, no, I can never do investment banking. That's like, Investment banking is literally like selling your soul for money. That's literally it. Yeah, investment banking's one ho- 100 hours weeks, 100 plus hour weeks. I, I can't handle that. What the? How consulting? many hours are in a week, bro? I don't even... <laughs> consulting is like, it's hard for the first few years, definitely. Like, there are going to be really long work hours. But it's also something that kind of appeals to me in the fact that you're never going to be staying in the same place for too long i like the idea of not having to commit to one well i'm i'll be underneath the company but i'll be technically consulting for a like a bunch of different companies and i like the idea of traveling while i'm still or quote-unquote traveling it's not like i'm gonna be sightseeing but (laughs) <laughs> um, being in different environments while I'm still young. Ooh. Wait, what does consulting do? I literally don't know what the job is about. <laughs> Honestly, same, but it's, you go to, um, so you, the consulting comp- companies I want to go to are like super huge and they only recruit from Ivy League schools. So I have Ooh. to be in an Ivy League to do that. So there's a big, huge chance that I'm not even going to end up on this path. This is very dependent on if I end up going to Ivy League for college. But um, they go, basically consulting is where they go around and they solve problems. So a company will come and say, hey, I want a consultant for this very big problem I have in my company. And then you take in a lot of, I guess, there's some statistics involved in it. And then there's also just a lot of looking into the company and seeing how mitigate the damage, I guess, or maybe help them in the thing that they requested help in. This might also be the worst description ever to exist for consulting because I... I'm not super clear on the details, and I'm very bad at explaining oh, this. That seems kind of cool. Actually, um, yeah, it, both my parents, their dream jobs were consulting, and that's why my dad came to America, because he wanted to go to an Ivy League and go into... Well, I forgot that big... What's the big company's name? McKinsey? It's like... What? It's There's three big companies. Yeah, yeah, M- McKinsey? McKinley? McKinley? McKinsey? McKinsey or McKinley, but I, I don't know. I can't I think it's McKinsey. You may Google it, sure, big consulting but... firm. Um, <laughs> McKinsey and Company. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like, there's, um my dad wanted to go into, I think it was financial counseling or like human resources counseling or something. Uh, Not counseling. What the? F- I forgot the word consulting? already. Consulting? <laughs> Yeah, consulting. Holy sh- <laughs> Okay, but um, he didn't make it into an Ivy League, so now he's just doing other management stuff. But, like, it re- it is really true. Like, if you if you get higher up, you make so much bank <laughs> for just, like, giving companies, like, 
super vague information and they still pay you like like 300k just to say like like uh yeah you should um you should make your goals bigger (laughs) sounds great for you emma i can i can totally see you in consulting though damn i feel like i'm gonna be like the broke person in this group when we grow up (laughs) what dude hell no i'm gonna be broke dude i'm the maximum uh, what if i go to like art college i was then i'm actually gonna be broke art school instead of college (laughs) well no you just need to like uh channel it onto social media well i don't get social media clout like and then everyone will want design maybe yeah animation and game design is one thing i think it's it's gonna like blow up in the future because there's like the i don't know like even a few years ago gaming used to be like a sweaty boy thing and now it's like <laughs> every single person on the planet games. It's a sweaty everybody thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I feel like like Among Us, the graphics themselves, I feel like it could be programmed in like Unity. But it's the idea that got like super popular. Everybody loves Mafia. <laughs> I think if I... <laughs> Yeah, what I was thinking is, you know, most likely I'm not going to end up going to Ivy League school. <laughs> but if I do end up going to, like, a different school, which means I won't go into consulting, I'd want to do um, CS, which means I either end up in, like, cybersecurity or something, and I don't hate it, or I want to do um, something, like, vaguely related to game game programming. Like, you know, ray tracing is sounds super cool. Um, it's the you guys know Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it got apparently it's it uses ray tracing, which basically means the graphics are just insane, and it uses Nvidia um, RTXs, which means uh, it has like the shadows and lighting just makes it look really realistic and it's just sounds so interesting okay but to be honest a lot of the stuff that like sounds cool really just goes down to you know programming and math and I feel like actually doing it isn't as cool as the result that comes out of it but I still think I'd rather do something where I can see a tangible result of other than you know programming like a train ticket system or something like that holy crap both of your career paths sound so cool (laughs) i i mean those are my i those are like the ideals though i feel like i probably end up just you know cubicle doing being a code monkey and programming something that I can't see the tangible results from, which is some honestly one of the biggest things that I have against coding. I love seeing the results of coding, so that's why you know programming Sanic was really fun and yeah, um, uh, programming what what else was there? You know, the first things that come to mind are just 
game-related <laughs> stuff, but I'm sure there are other things that you can actually see the result of, other than just programming like data structures all day. That sounds terrible. Imagine just programming binary trees all day. I would actually, <laughs> I would hate oh, my gosh. life so much. I don't, I don't even remember. I don't think I remember how to code binary trees. Dude, anymore. I don't, I don't feel like I ever. I don't really remember C plus plus. I don't. I I refuse to think about C plus plus. I feel like. Uh, you know when you like search through the tree, mm-hmm. like even though I copied the search code from like Geeks for Geeks, you know, like I feel like all of the search code, like search algorithms, they were pretty, like, similar. It was like you go left mm, sure. and then you go right. Okay, search was search and ad were bearable delete made me want to oh <laughs> gosh <laughs> delete was the bang of my existence deleting on data oh. structures <laughs> it was i'm gonna literally start just like searching through line by line and then just trying to figure out like which which didn't match up which case did you mess up on? Oh, GDB. Yeah. I haven't touched GDB in so long, but when you I, do like a breakpoint, how and GDB then... worked. Like I still don't know the... how GDB worked. I saw like like you doing it during class, and I like tr- mm-hmm. I got into it, and I, yeah, I still didn't know how it worked. Dude, setting breakpoints and just like stepping into the code line by line, it's so tedious, but. Honestly, that's the only way that actually works. I cannot... <laughs> without GDB, I probably would have failed every single project. <laughs> I literally oh just, like, w- like, looked at Geeks for Geeks code, and then I, like, copied it. <laughs> I copied it, like, line for line, and then I looked at it again when it didn't work. And I just, like, kept... <sighs> it was It was a bad time. Oh gosh, data structures just was definitely my favorite class to ever exist. I'm glad that uh, Peter sat next to me because he like actually helped me with some seg fault stuff that I would have been screwed for. This is so off topic and probably just completely ruins the flow of the conversation but i did write something down for podcast topics that i kind of wanted to touch on um pronouns (laughs) yes yeah okay we talked about this in an earlier voice call oh really pronouns what's oh i think it was just me and joyce and annabelle that one call until like 5 a.m yeah we talk about so many things. In like, do you think that? Yeah. So, do you th- do you guys think that in the future, she and he pronouns would just be like eliminated completely, and like the pronoun would just be they? Or do you think that? I don't think so. Everyone has their own individual like pronoun, like a name. I feel like that'll be so unnecessary. I don't know. 
I do feel like I oh <laughs> for like my notes I wrote down new pronouns question mark because I don't know what they are so oh. does well, anyone want to enlighten me honestly I feel like gender identity and expression is something that I don't go into a lot because it's not something that I really worry about but yeah yeah me too once I googled like z and her pronouns which are, which are a thing I'm gonna sound super uneducated. Mm-hmm. Let me just Google it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like base like there's like she and he, right? And then there's they for mm-hmm. like non-binary. And neo pronouns are like none of those. It's like something that's kind of unique to you, like a name or like unique like to the you, like kitty your thing. Name. <laughs> yeah, like the kid. Like the like she... kitty self, or yeah. My take on your question, Maggie, if um, because I think in the future, uh, there's gonna be a lot more gender fluidity, especially if, um, like, cause cause we're probably gonna do some like cyborg stuff, right? You can like change, you can change physical attributes about yourself so drastically that you can probably just have a stereotypical female body and male body like at any day so i think maybe i think i i flipped on my position from the last time we talked Mm -hmm. but i feel like instead of replacing he and she it's just like everyone's gonna be using he she they like all the time like interchangeably interesting okay so the reason why i brought this up in the first place was okay um you, you, we all have preferred pronouns, right? So she, she, her. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Do you care? Like, would you correct someone if they messed up your pronouns? No. Nah. Like, even if they, I don't even know. If they said yeah. he, whatever. <laughs> if they said they, I feel like they could just be used universally. Yeah, they, like, I wouldn't. I feel like they is what you would use if you just don't know what the pronouns, like, what gender yeah, they Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I would be okay with they. I feel like because, like, what I identify as isn't, like, something I think about a lot, which is probably a privilege, because I'm the stereotypical yeah. mm-hmm. she, her, cis woman. Can cis be used with yeah, woman? Because I hear it yeah. use with only like male, cis male. I can use with. Okay. Okay. But I feel like I wouldn't correct someone, but like for someone who like might attach a lot of importance to their identity, like if they identify mm-hmm. something else, then it, they would probably, it would make sense for them to correct if they got mispronounced. So what do you guys think about, like, gender, like, being gender fluid, then? Okay, there's, like, like, gender, like, norms and, like, stereotypical, like, male man clothes and woman clothes would be, like, blurred. So it'll become, like, yeah. I feel like this is... I feel like it depends on how far in the future we're talking. Because I think for the next few centuries, at least, probably not. 
because it's just easier. And also, I'm pretty sure the majority yeah, they don't have a problem with of gender. population right now is like still pretty. It's like pretty divided. Like, but maybe if the Earth it manages to survive a more like yeah, I feel years, like in the future it'll be much more accepting for like men to wear feminine clothing, like dresses, while still being like a man. Or mm, still being yeah, referred sure. to as he, they, like, he, him. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, because, like, um, I don't know what you would define, like, besides biologically, like, mm-hmm. what defines a man and a woman? Because I'm, I guess, like, I'm a girl, but I don't think I've worn a dress since, like, I was, like, two years old. <laughs> and I don't, I guess I, I prefer to dress more masculine, but I just don't feel, like, like a man like i am 100 percent a woman so like i don't really to be honest i (laughs) i feel like it's just a hassle to try to identify as a man and like try to explain that you're you're gender fluid or anything i don't know like for for me like my pronouns and my identification like i don't care that much and so i will i'm just gonna stick with my biological sex which is female Mm. yeah yeah and like, I don't know. I think, mean, like, what I was saying about, uh, would you correct someone? I, I wouldn't else. If someone misgendered, if someone wants to call me he or they, I literally do not care. Like, if they want to do that, if they, that makes them happy, then uh, go for it. I mean, I have one pronoun that I'm, like, I, I don't want to be referred to as it. <laughs> like, if anyone... <laughs> <laughs> if, oh if anyone prefers to call me it i would probably correct them on that <laughs> i i don't want to be referred to as it in any way shape or form but i mean if anyone called me like he i would just be confused because like i would just be confused like oh because then i would think that like they're talking about a man i think i get i get called he kind of often Especially if I like, what? if I have like my hood up, it's like, like, your it, like in public. <laughs> yeah, it's because I don't. I guess um, it, it's probably has to do with like Asian faces too. But I feel like Asian faces um very like look very like gender neutral. It's like mm, kind of hard to tell. Like I... okay, if we all went bald <laughs> and we all dressed like men. <laughs> what? Yeah, when I was younger, I had like. I had, like, a pixie cut, right? So Mm. a lot of people... I remember this one time in, like, first grade, these two girls came up to me, and they were like, are you a boy or a girl? I was like, bruh, I'm wearing a skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's pretty progressive of them. Well, I mean, at least they asked. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, whenever I go snowboarding, like, someone calls me little man or, like, little guy, like, okay. every time. Okay, yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, you don't, like, there's, I feel like snowboarding, your face is covered, and your, like, body yeah, is pretty exactly. much covered. So, I feel like if someone referred to me as, like, a guy, I, I it's, it's understandable why, because you can't yeah, tell exactly. the difference. If they repeatedly did it, would you correct them? Like, the entire time, they're just, like, slapping you uh, on the back, and they're like, good job, dude. Hey, bro. 
<laughs> I think I would, but like that's such like a weird thing that would happen. This is like that's never happened to me before. Like I oh. can't remember a single oh. time where like someone um, thought I was a to, guy. Oh, like when I was younger, like before I started learn to learn how to ski, I like slided a lot. And I wore this like hand me down snow suits from like a family friend's like son, right? So like a lot of <laughs> a lot of people that were sliding there, they were like they like they like called me and my sister boys. Cause our hair was pretty <laughs> much covered. Yeah. We'll be like, hey boys, get out of the way. <laughs> oh. I'm so confused. But I mean... <laughs> but I mean, like, it's understandable why. Is this like... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But like, you know, gender identity can be different than how you decide to express yourself, right? Like, I don't know how that works, but... Because I don't... <laughs> um, mm. But like, that's kind of like based on the assumption that you can identify as a guy, but choose to, like, I don't know, like, express yourself in a different way? Like, is there a, a clear, like, feminine and masculine to, like, clothing or, I don't know, mannerisms, expression? I feel like, like, when most girls wear, fem- like, masculine clothing, like, t-shirts and, like, big pants i feel like that doesn't count as masculine anymore though because it's just like normal yeah mm-hmm. it's just normal. <laughs> you're wearing pants are you a guy <laughs> but like shopping in the men's section it's still pretty easy to like t- like ass- i guess assume that they're a-, a girl just like from the way they look is it <laughs> i don't know I feel like that could change in the future. I feel like it's just more acceptable for, oh, for guys, for girls to wear masculine clothes. But it's like, it's like if a girl wore a suit versus a guy wearing a dress. I feel like guy wearing a dress would be more, like, controversial. How is okay? How is men's fashion, men's formal wear is so like boring. I it, like. <laughs> true when we yeah, it's wear, just a suit like when we wear dresses there's like such a wide selection but for men it's just suits <laughs> yeah that, that powder sucks. blue suit really throwing out <laughs> statements I-, I feel like if you deviate from like the haha black tux then people are it's like a, it's a lot easier for people to notice or like call them out for it mhm like i mean I feel like men's formal wear is just prim- primarily just tuxedos, right? <laughs> Dress shirt. Dress shirts are nice. They're comfortable. Occasionally, like, a vest. A vest? Like well, like, risky. isn't... A vest? Isn't, like, the reason why we have more, like, selections as, like, girls is because, like, we're, like, supposed to care about these things more. So there's a bigger mm-hmm. market for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like, like, I don't know if men feel that their fashion is kind of restricted 
Oh, one thing is like guy haircuts. I feel like there's like no good haircut. There's no good haircut. I feel like girls have it a lot better for hair. Yeah. The default haircut, you know? The default haircut is just. Uh, just don't be bald <laughs> on the edges on the sides have hair and on yeah i don't even know what? who has good hair in our grade that's a guy like a guy, yeah. A guy? yeah <laughs> that's gonna be a hard question to answer <laughs> wait yeah, like like what like what Joyce is saying. What is a good guy haircut? Like I don't think there is one. Yeah. I I guess like there's um. I couldn't really hear what you were saying, Maggie. But were you talking about like the like the faded sides? And no, stuff? fade. <laughs> <laughs> like like you when, know like like it, like when there's the like sides clean are haircuts. shaped like too short. Oh, too. You you like that or you don't? No, like that? it's disgusting. Oh, you don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like a mohawk. Oh. Huh? Like a mohawk, <laughs> like short on the There's side, like long a on the top. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, you don't like that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> there's like, there's like haircuts that make you look clean. Guys, there's this one when guys like like when they style their hair like straight up, like you know what I mean, like when it's like completely straight <laughs> up, like a mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> and they went <laughs> no it's like and uh, then like, when they have, like, i feel like, like we're calling some <laughs> yeah this sounds like <laughs> yeah. very pointed i guess um okay if if you're a guy and you have curly hair then that's okay i feel like if you have curly hair you can kind of get away with any haircut because it just look, all looks the same i'm thinking like how curly <laughs> like like very cur- like i'm thinking like wilbur soot who what? oh okay yeah, yeah yeah like that type of curly but he also has like longer hair on a little oh, yeah. bit. Oh, it's like poofy hair. Because yeah. I don't Clark know. has I... oh, curly hair. I feel like we like uh me and Rita and I guess on this chat too, like we always talk about <laughs> the like Asian curl like man perm. Stop. <laughs> but I've never actually seen it like work on people i can't it's like good in theory good in theory but when people actually try to do it it doesn't look nice (laughs) i wonder if they actually like maintain it themselves like do they wake up early in the morning to check their perm or are they just like letting it (laughs) because i know that girls will like like they'll, they'll curl their hair out of necessity and not looking like a rat in it but so if they don't do it, then it does. The point of a perm is that it stays curly, like whatever you yeah. do, right? Doesn't require maintenance. I have no idea. I don't do anything with my hair. Like also, the anime hair that do look good in anime only looks good in anime. Yeah, I okay. I feel like this is a very unpopular opinion, but cosplay like freaks me out. Cosplay. Like, when they, it's like, you can't turn 2D into 3D. It just, it doesn't yeah. work. It doesn't look right. I, I, I don't know. I hope this isn't considered hate speech by Spotify. 
but like <laughs> I, I cannot look at cosplay. What? Like I can't. Like not at all. It's just, it's so unsettling. It's, it's pretty bad. And I cringe so hard that I shut my eyes. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like every feature is like so, like, black. Like either drawn in pen or just smooth. Or maybe it's uncanny because we have like this mental image of what they should look like and how this turned out. I guess like most of the problem is too is mostly it's girls cosplaying guys, right? It just looks wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. For me, when I look at cosplay, I get the same amount of I get the same feeling as when I look at furry. No, like. <laughs> It's like the, it's a it's the exact same feeling. <laughs> no, I feel like for when I look at furry stuff, I think like I can smell Chuck E. Cheese. But <laughs> <laughs> how do how do furries exist? I do not understand. How do you get into that like fandom? It, like how do you look at how do you look at that and be like I'm attracted to it? Is it like what? I is it, like, is it solely a will have some sort of like repressed trauma? Like why animals? I should right. <laughs> I wanna interview I wanna interview a furry one day. Maggie. Like, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> are Maggie, are you a furry? No. <laughs> we, I, I, me and Audrey, we've been in the fursuit. Club. Okay. We've been in okay. We've been in fursuits. We've okay. Oh wait, yeah, you guys have <laughs> How did you feel? I felt that was the most confident I've ever been. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, oh. okay. There's like a certain, like, depending on how insecure you are, there is a certain level of anonymity that you can maintain while you are like this hyper lovable, like, round creature. But that is not what I'm getting at here. <laughs> I made myself uncomfortable. Um,. I guess that makes sense because it's like you're you're so far removed from reality if you're in a fursuit. Like you're not even a human being. Like, can we not you... justify furries? <laughs> well, okay, I'm I'm trying to like understand the mindset because like um usually I can like put myself in someone's shoes like generally kind of I can like kind of understand where they're coming from. Furries, I have absolutely no idea. I feel like furries are just like so bad because of like how far that they've taken it it's like if they were just like just like, like for a fun. community that like dressed up as like like rabbits and just like didn't <laughs> like i feel like they like have a really bad rep which is why like they're like talking okay. down upon like cat girls are they no <laughs> if, if you're like <laughs> They don't have the same reputation. They don't. Like, one is... Well, the thing is, like... Cat girls are still mostly hu- human, human beings, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they think that they're cats. No, no, no. I but think, they have, right? like, cat-like qualities, you know? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meowing. If they start, like, meowing, I'm... That's that's Holy like where the line is drawn. It's a little weird. <laughs> I'm okay with dressing up. Like, don't start meowing. <laughs> oh my god. Why did we start talking about furries? What was this? You brought it up. And I brought it up? 
Oh god. Oh wait, no, we were talking about cosplay, but what got us to this point? Oh, oh I see. <laughs> we're talking about haircuts. <laughs> oh, I see, I see. I I've traced back the line of conversation. Also, if you want to, okay, wait. Actually, people can shut me up if I'm talking too much about furries. I swear. Um, <laughs> but like, like, there is this time. My first encounter was at the zoo, obviously. And I was at like, I was talking to someone, and then I like briefly mentioned furry culture in like a, a mildly slanderous way, and they were like, "Hey, don't talk down on my best friend like that." And I was like. Your best friend, are they real? And then <laughs> <laughs> they were no. a team. And then I saw them hug like outside of the dressing room and I was like, oh no, they're real people. And I think this was like, I don't know. Was this a wake up call? Should I be more open to what people believe in? Is this I don't know. I don't feel more woke now now that I know what furry. <laughs> are we gonna get cancelled in the future for not accepting furry? Yeah, probably. <laughs> We're oh my god! Cancelled for this. Wait, really? I, f- I feel like if like liking animals is should technically be a taboo forever, right? Oh shit! Wait, oh, that's the problem with furries. Wait, do they like want to have like sex with animals? It's not I that don't part know. of furry no, culture. Not always. Not always. That is what no. I'm learning. Like, there's a difference between like I feel like. If you're a furry, you should know that, like, the other person is just a guy in a fursuit. And you guys are just, like, role-playing. But is it, like, Dungeons and actually... Dragons? Like, you're not a real warlock, my friend. But for a brief moment in time, you can enjoy being a warlock for a couple hours. Wait, are you sure they know that? Or, like, because they get so into their characters. Yeah, like but, what's okay? What's the yeah. difference between an anthropomorphic animal and like an animal? Like the, I feel like the line between those is like kind of blurry. Yeah. Like if you if you are attracted to an anthropomorphic animal, the look, the look. Okay. <laughs> like you know the how look? furries have like a specific art style. The build. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the build. <laughs> okay, I feel like it's like acting like an animal is like. It's like it's technically like not harming anyone, so like technically we probably shouldn't be shaming it. <laughs> I guess since it's a okay, I don't personally know a furry, or, or maybe I do, but I just don't know it. <laughs> but like if they're in um, the closet because of this, I don't know. I don't know. It can't be that if, big. I don't know what I would do if I saw a furry in real life. I'd probably just be very surprised, but I wouldn't be like I wouldn't like yell hateful speech at them like that that's uncalled for but as long as they keep yeah, it within definitely. their community they're I not feel- like fucking dogs oh my God. That's good for me. <laughs> yeah how do people just like just go up to someone they've like never met and just start like yelling hate at them what oh <laughs> <laughs> dude yeah like karen's yeah, or when never you see those, that. like, like anti-gay protests, yeah. why? You don't even know them. It's so embarrassing. I, I feel like, okay, I will never understand, like, homophobic people to the extent, like, th- those people who go to, like, 
pride rallies and like hate like hold signs and like yell at people i think like homophobic people is just like they don't i don't know like how they feel but i feel like it's like because they're like is it because of religion or is it because like they just aren't used to it i don't understand that's the thing so i feel like um like people who are very 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 homophobic there must have been something personal that that's happened to them because there's it doesn't make sense for you to hate something that much that you know nothing about and you can't relate to like i i don't i don't hate furries with the like from the bottom of my heart because i don't i i can't relate to it at all so i just like don't care as long as it doesn't affect me so i feel like either people who are really really homophobic are either gay themselves or like uh yeah okay i'm just gonna leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) or their parents were murdered by a gay person i don't know yeah like it has to be something like that i just like i can't i can't see how you can like hate something so much that you you know nothing about can you list like anything that you like things that are worth protesting for at that level of like vigor and passion like climate change i don't know like that's gonna affect everybody (laughs) it's such a weird concept to think that people would go out and do this kind of stuff at most i'll think that being a furry is like weird but i wouldn't go out of my way to (laughs) show up at a anti-furry protest and yell at furries (laughs) Are there anti-furry protests? <laughs> maybe, I don't know. I sure hope not. I mean, maybe? Well, that's the thing, because, like, even though furries are really weird, like, we, they're still, like, we recognize them as people, because they, the, they're not, like, furries 24-7. Like, they're still, when they yeah. take off the, the suit, <laughs> they're just regular people. So, I, I don't think I could ever hate a person enough that, well, okay, okay, I can, I can hate some people. But only if they're like really, really bad. But I don't know. Like a normal human being, I don't think deserves to die, like at all. Well, you guys. Okay, with like. Pe- pedophiles. Do they deserve to. Oh. It's. Uh, they did. They did bad things. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, but I feel like. If they don't do anything then they can slide yeah yeah that i agree yeah, so like, if like, they... they're probably like born with it I yeah feel like. it, it really is like a like a disease like a mental illness thing mm-hmm. so i guess if there was a pedophile i hope that they would get professional help but if, if they act on it then that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, because the main thing is that children can't consent. That's like... Yeah, and also, like, if you would ever put your own life over a kid, like, if, if you were to choose your desires over the, like, pretty much the life of a kid, if, if you were molested as a child, you're fucked for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. you chose to ruin like, somebody's entire life because of your desires, I, then I, you don't deserve to live. 
It's like a life for a life, you know. Damn. This is a big topic. <laughs> How did we get here? Yeah, yeah it is. We got controversial real fast. <laughs> is there a topic that we can dial it down to? I can look at the podcast topics I've written down. Oh, I guess you, we can just like start spitballing random stuff that like you want to know about in the future. Like one thing I want to know is like if if COVID twenty is going to be an, an actual thing. <laughs> like imagine if this continues forever, like it, for the next like three four years. Oh my god, we should be out of college. No, it's like normal and like. Asian countries to wear masks when you're sick, I think. Like, before COVID. Oh, do you think masks will persist after the COVID pandemic? I think, I feel yeah, like personally. Yeah, I'd probably wear a mask. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like going outside with a mask just feels like the norm now. So, going outside without a yeah. mask feels really weird for some reason. I feel naked whenever I go outside without a mask. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, because you know how in China, like, especially in cities like like Beijing, they just, like, masks are fashionable because of, like, I think that's because of air pollution, though, yeah, right? Yeah, smog. But even when there isn't really air pollution out, I feel like most people would wear masks as, like, a fashion thing. Oh, wait, actually, yeah. I remember, like, uh, when I was in, like, kindergarten and, like, the kind of beginning of elementary school, um, my parents would, like, make me wear a mask to school when I was sick. And then I guess just, like, American norms just made me stop. That's definitely something people should do. Why don't we do that? What the heck? Oh, I have so much stuff written down. Sorry? Hit us with it. I have 71 good questions to ask your best friends from Teen Vogue open on another tab in case anybody was wondering. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, wonderful. I have a lot about Stan stuff, but that's for a later time. <laughs> um... Nature versus nurture, free will versus predeterminism. That's what I have written down, but that's pretty existential, I feel like. Okay, free will. I feel like free will. Wait, we can talk about free will. Like the Christian stuff again. What's free will? Fate or or free will. I just want to mention it just because. Just to have it, like, just to have a recording of our lines of thinking. At this yeah. time, about let's uh, let's not go too crazy though, cause um, yeah. might get booted off Spotify. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna be famous. Wow, we get canceled. Yeah. Okay, wait. Let me just say my part, and I'll peace. Okay, I won't actually, but I don't want to speak too much because I feel like I might get, I might talk too much about my thoughts. But I feel like. Um, I can't understand how someone could, like, fully actually believe in a god. Like, that's very hard for me to, like, um, relate to. Like, I can't, it's, like, difficult for me to, like, imagine doing that. But 
I think it's fine as long as people like find comfort in it, I guess. Wait, that wasn't like controversial, right? I don't think That's so. I, it's like personal opinion. Like you like, can't yeah. Like yeah. You There's can't, no way we can relate if we're not to religious. To it. Yeah. But as someone who was like did kind of go to church but not like like because like not religiously but I did go to church when I was younger just because just because it was fun like I can kind of see how if you're growing up on that stuff like since you were like really young it's just kind of like a way of life yeah but there's also this like idea of if you begin to question god like the existence of god then he'll like punish you and it's like kind of scary to think about so i feel like that's why a lot of people still believe in it because they don't really want to question it out of fear <laughs> you uh okay so i've never really i went to horse camp but uh i feel like when i was there um actually not not a lot of christian stuff was brought up besides just like uh at meals before we eat you have to like sit there at your food for a while oh yeah but, oh like, yeah <laughs> i've never i've never like um heard a prayer ever in my life what yeah like oh, wait, what does I've it sound like a lot of, it's like uh like i in Ch- in church we like in chinese school we kind of sat through prayers sometimes but you you'll just say like what you want to say like dear holy father please like let us have a good like i don't know good session of good discussion or like something like whatever you want to say and then you end it off with like amen so you're just and then you open asking your and you're just like asking him about a bunch of stuff it's just like like what you hope i guess guys i okay can i i want me to butt in but i suddenly remembered something um i was watching this like video it was like one of those like like isn't it by like jubilee or something oh love those um and then i was talking about like i don't know it was like basically like uh like it was brought up like pro-life versus pro-choice in the like conversation and then and then like um one of the like people said like like okay so it was brought up like what if um like you were told like that like you were like late into the pregnancy and then it was like the doctor told you that it was like a high risk pregnancy and like you either had to like like you should probably abort the baby unless you want to die or something like that it's like you either have to choose the mother or the child like the infant the fetus and like one of the people on like the religious like on the the more conservative side they said like they said like i would not do anything because it's like i believe in god and i know like yeah i trust in whatever god will do it's like it's like do you like i don't yeah i it's like i'm like not surprised 
and it like makes me like really mad when I listen to those people, but it's like like um in some states you know how when you have like a terminally like it terminally if if you're terminally ill and you know that you're going to die and you want to like either you're you're given the choice of either like ending it through like an injection and you don't feel any pain ra- rather than like weeks of suffering and pain until you die like i think i wrote like a, a opinion paper in 8th grade on it like should physician assisted death be legal in the united states i think that was my like thesis and a lot of christians are against it cuz they think like it should be god that decides whether or not you die separation like of church and state why why okay like i don't like you shouldn't bring political like religious like stuff into political opinion so don't use religion as yeah i think ultimately it should just be like your choice if you're religious and you think that god it's in like god's hands then you could choose not to not to die early and to suffer <laughs> wait then how do well, they how do they um see murder murder like that's you're not like god isn't choosing for you to die if you get murdered you're oh um that's the like person another that, person like murders you is evil. It's the He's it's the like devil. The devil got to him. They don't believe devil. in God. <laughs> Everything yeah. bad in the world oh. is the devil's problem. Or yeah. at least like at camp they were like at one point I wanted to drown myself in my bathtub and that was when I really let the, the devil, devil get to me. <laughs> um <laughs> but this is <laughs> oh, why am I laughing? This is not good. I just like just one last thing. I really hope religion goes away. <laughs> like later on yeah it's just so none of it makes any fucking sense like how how are you going to go against like statistics and science and real life stuff how are you how are you gonna go against that that doesn't make any sense like if you are 99.99999 percent sure that something's gonna happen and then you choose to not do it because you're listening to god like, what? I wonder how... This is almost like... It's like the people are, like, manipulating themselves. Because I'm sure that, uh... I guess, okay, so, like, in the example that Joyce brought up, it was, like, like the mother was, like... It's very possible that the mother was gonna die. Like, in that case, if the mother did die, how would the Christian people, like, justify that? And so they'll just be, like, tell themselves God's, like, will that... Um, the child lived instead of the mother. Yeah, but those are, like, the really, really, like, Christian, Christian people. There's, I think most Christians or most religious people would choose the life of the mother over the child. Yeah, you could be pro-life and still choose, like, the life of the mom over the life of the 
child. It's when you have, like, the, it's when the mom's life isn't in danger that, like, I guess according to the Bible, life begins at, like, conception. I think, like, um, a lot of, I was, like, the video I was watching, it was, like, it was, like, progressive Christians versus, like, more traditional Christians or something like that. And, like, I think it was, like, the more progressive people, they were, like, one person was just, like, um, I myself am pro-life, but I don't think I have the right to choose that for other people. So I think that might be what. Oh, I see. Yeah, like, I I think that, like, ye- most people, like, there's some, cr- like, religious people that they wouldn't do it themselves, but they wouldn't. I feel like this is just most people, like, though. I don't know. Like, they wouldn't do it themselves, but, like, they have no right to determine whether or not other people should. Let's just talk about cheating in general. Like, what comes to mind when you think (laughs) Like, relationships? Relationship cheating. We can talk about that. We can't talk about relationship cheating. Are we qualified? Yeah, I mean, I do have... (laughs) I think for for relationship cheating, it's... I think everyone kind of agrees. Yeah, I... I don't understand why you would cheat in a relationship. Like, why won't you just break up? Yeah, I don't understand it either. I mean, maybe if the relationship that you're in at that moment, like, the person is extremely unstable, like, they'll threaten to hurt themselves, or, like, I'll break your car windows in and draw on your car if you, um... Yeah, so, do you think... I feel like, in some instances, that kind of cheating is, like... It makes sense. Is it permissible? Okay. If they're like, um, yeah, if they're like emotionally manipulative and you can't really get out of it, and you start talking to other wait, people, I actually think that's completely excusable. If your yeah. partner is threatening you to stay in a relationship and you literally can't leave, then yeah, dude, I like, I don't know, this is what I've been like consuming from like online, but apparently guys like to say that. Like when they like when you want to break up with them, they say like stuff like "Please don't leave me or I'll kill myself." Uh, oh my gosh. Um. I... When do you so? Yeah, kind of like piggybacking off of that. When do you find cheating justifiable? If you're okay. Honestly, I feel like the situations we're talking about, where um one partner is leaving the relationship in search of help or um in order to find a healthy relationship because the relationship they're currently in is completely terrible i don't actually think that's cheating like that that to me just sounds like getting help involuntarily in a relationship like that's like that's like what we're talking about right oh yeah involuntarily like like, in a relationship as in like men mentally in a relationship and you just how do you define being in a relationship? Yeah, because you could mm. just like call it. Apparently, call there's a something like, "Oh, we're in a relationship." Between but... dating and being in a relationship, what's even considered dating? Like, do you have to? 
Yeah, what is formally date? ask someone out on date? That seems awkward. I feel like I think <laughs> there's there's no like official definition, but it's probably what the two people in the relationship would agree on. Like hmm. at least like for me, if um if I decide with my partner that I want to be in a relationship, that means that we are monogamous. That like you you're not gonna like cheat basically. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I think I always thought of, like, getting in a relationship as, like, both parties, like, agree to liking each other romantically. Yeah, exactly. That's mm. what I've, like, it's, like, is it? unless, like, it's never, like, clearly oh. defined, then you're never actually dating. Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah. so isn't there, like, a difference between dating and being in a relationship? Is so, there? is it... I think that's the same. For me, that's the same thing. Like, you're establishing some boundary. I feel like dating is, like, I don't know. I'm doing, like, hand motions to explain it, but you can't see that. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, I feel like it's more solid ground than just saying that you're in a relationship. That's, like, anybody can be in a relationship. But what if you like, what if you like, like, two people at once? What? But not. Mm, huh? No, 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 listen. Like, what if you like two people at once, right? And then, like, one of the people likes you back. Yeah, no, I actually see where you're coming from for this. Well, okay, yeah. but there's there's no way that you like both people equally? Completely equally, right? Actually. Yeah, I guess. But like, I there's always know. one that you would prefer. Because, like, I feel like in some instances you could be you could just be like okay with it but not it's like not enough to I don't know I don't know I do think that there is some gray area when it comes to you know liking two people at once I feel like it's hard to imagine right now especially since I don't think anyone any of us have been in a very serious relationship or uh, I might be assuming, but... Has anybody? Um, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, I feel like there is some sort of... You know that saying, like, oh, if you like two people at once, choose the second person, because if you actually like the first person at all, then you wouldn't end up liking the second person. I think that is wrong, because... Oh, where did you get this the quote? First, where did this come from? I, I don't know. It's, it's like probably some quote somewhere or I made it up who, who knows <laughs> I, I don't think I'm profound enough to actually think of that on my own but I probably read it somewhere um I think that there's a huge past does make a difference for sure like your the memories you make with someone and just the knowledge of your what you've been through as a couple, I feel like does affect your decision in the long run, even if it's, even if, I, I can't say the relationship exactly went stale or anything like that, but just um, you end up liking someone else. I do think that there's, it's still, it's still a possibility that you still genuinely like the first person, but also, some something happened. I, I can't exactly be sure on how this happened because, first of all, it hasn't happened 
to me before, but I do think there's some gray area when this occurs. I think it can occur. Hmm. Are we talking about like if you're in a relationship and then you start liking someone yeah. else? Oh, like divorce? Uh, like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. If that happened to me, I feel like. Wait, are you saying like from in like your opinion, like like before you kind of like two, like you were kind of like indecisive over like two people, and one of them you get into a relationship with one of them, and you kind of realize that it isn't working out. Hmm. Is that what you're saying? Or is it like... No, wait, I think this quote that you said, I agree with that You agree with the quote? Instead. I think it's like, if I like someone enough, I don't think I'd be, like, in the state of, like, getting attracted to other people. But if I, like, if I'm in a relationship and then I start, like, liking someone else, then... From my perspective, that means that the person I'm currently with, I, it isn't like yeah working. Out. I see what you're saying. Oh, I think that's um, what I think. Like, I think Emma, what you're trying to say is like, or actually, I'm assuming, but like, um, like you, you, if you were in a relationship with someone and then you started to like someone else, that original person that you were dating, like, I think you did have love for them at some point. Like, I think that is real. But mm-hmm. at that moment, when you decide to like someone else, it's not there anymore. That doesn't mean that it wasn't there, like, in the beginning. Like, I'm sure it was. But, like, I think, like, love definitely fades over time. Which is yeah, just I unfortunate. Like but... I've been, like, my, like, cons- my, like, idea of love is so probably warped due to all, like, the content the media? that I've consumed, which probably isn't realistic at all. So, I'm, like... I wonder what it's actually like. It's like, like kind of. In love and dating. I don't want to sound like like an edge lord or something, <laughs> but like <laughs> I okay. g- genuinely don't think that there really is like like true love. I guess because the people who are in happy relationships have to work so hard for it. You have to constantly work to keep it going, right? Mm. Like there's no. There's no thing where, like, you are instantly attracted to somebody and then you'll just remain attracted to them forever just because of this lofty idea of love. Yeah, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna sound really, like, I'm gonna sound like a really big asshole saying this, but I feel like I've always had, like, this very, this view of, like, romantic relationships as, like, what you can gain from the other person. It's like, you're married, like, you're, like, gonna date someone and eventually get married to them it's like like do i think i could have like a stable future with them that's like what i would look for in a relationship yeah i think that's what hmm i i don't think that's selfish at all actually i think every single person you meet like um like even your friends like i use i use you guys to like make because you guys are, like, funny and have really insightful things to say, which is, like, you could, like, technically say that, like, I use you guys for, like, my own benefit, but that's just to make my own mental health better, Yeah, you know? So it's like the... You're technically using every single person that you know. That was insightful. That you like. 
Mm, yeah. That's a nice perspective. <laughs> I mean, if you aren't getting any bu- anything from the people that you're interacting with, then you wouldn't interact with them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like everybody at Westview. I don't talk to them. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Vaguely related to this. Very vaguely related. But do you guys think any of you guys right now are emotionally available to be inside a relationship? No. No. <laughs> fat no. Big fat no. Oh, wait. That could be something that changes by next year. We'll never Ooh. know. Until- oh, true. This it's is like a, a New Year's podcast. I'm not even like mature enough to get in a relationship right now. Like, I'm not like. I feel mentally, like all of the odds are like stacked against us. We're in like the middle of quarantine. Mm, yes. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Wait, so if you weren't in quarantine, would you be ready or like want um, a relationship? Probably not. I mean, I would. I feel like I would feel insecure all the time. Like, because I'll have to worry about my appearance more. I don't know. My problem is just, like, there's not, like, any good options. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And also, I feel like I'm too young right now to date. Yeah. I feel like a child. Yeah, How like, I, I can't imagine, like, like actually getting in a relationship. One thing I'm worried about is, so, you know how a lot of our peers um, are getting into relationships and they cycle through people every year? Like, yeah. it, they date, break up, date, break up. Oh, the, yeah. It may seem bad, um, but the thing is, they have already so much more experience than us. They know who works for them. And, like, which traits to watch out for, which is something I'm kind of concerned of because, like, I don't think I'm going to be single for my entire life. Like, I don't... Oh, actually, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, the is, like, the the first time I get into a re- relationship, it's going to be so behind everyone else that, like, I won't... Like, I won't know what I'm looking for and I don't know the red flags either. mm yeah. So I guess like if you're if you're like speed running relationships in high school, like it it might seem like a waste of time, but like to be honest, when I'm thinking about it, it's probably good for them because mm-hmm. they know like later on exactly who they like. Are people like I feel like most people aren't dating though, or am I mm-hmm. wrong? I that, that's like, like in our Asian cycle. <laughs> I do think um, that. What you're saying is right, though. People who have more experience dating in high school, even if it's not quote-unquote real dating, they do have some sort of experience that we will lack when we're going into actual relationships when we're much older. It's gonna, we're going to be at a disadvantage, basically. So, is that really I mean, how it is? I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I guess, um, yeah, it depends on your perspective. I don't know. I feel like right now, everybody who is in a relationship, or at least some of the people, like, I don't know if they're actually emotionally mature enough to be in that relationship, or, like, to actually maintain it. Yeah, definitely. In my theoretical relationship that I get into, I want to, like, be 
mature, like the mature one. No,、That's、I don't want controversial. No, 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 that came out really wrong. No, 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 erase what I just said.、Um, a cougar. <laughs> I want to be like, <laughs> like I don't want to. Speak like show a side of myself that's like very, like、Vulnerable. babyish or like immature. Like I, but I still want a partner who's like very mature. Yeah, I understand. I think I'd want someone who's more mature than me. But like, I don't want to like come off as like dependent.、Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Does that make sense? I never, I would never ever want to like seem, or I don't know, like. For me, maybe it's just like some type of like trust issues or whatever. But I feel like if I wasn't the、uh, mature one and the more like independent one, I guess that I would be emotionally manipulated by my partner, and I wouldn't know. That that's、oh. terrifying to me. Cause like I I don't know. So like if I ever went into a relationship, I would establish boundaries and like like my personality. I guess like right off the bat, cause I don't. Maybe it's okay. I also I also never been in a relationship, so I don't know how like, cause you know like you have like, uh, was it like rose tinted glasses or whatever when you're in like a relationship, you、yeah. don't really know, and you can't really control yourself. Relationships sound kind of cringe. <laughs> 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 yeah, you right. But okay, I I would be no. I actually I really understand. Where you're coming from, Annabelle? Like, I don't think I'd be comfortable dating someone like a lot older than me. Is that what we're talking not about? Not a lot, but like, <laughs> is that like, what we're talking、years. about? <laughs> no, not even like, not even like that much. Like, even like, like just two years would be a bit much for me. Really? Yeah.、Hmm. What? Like, okay, but that's what、I、we're am... thinking right now. Oh, this is another thing. Okay, wait. This is another thing that I like. Feel like I've been thinking about a lot, but it's like I feel like I attach a lot of importance to age, and I think this might be because of this is gonna be weird, but like ballet, like I don't know if Emma relates to this,、mm. but like yeah, I feel like age was so important. Like it was we ballet. <laughs> it's like it was like a like a hierarchy. Did I pronounce it? Like it was like hierarchy. Like hierarchy. Okay, sorry, I don't know how to speak, but um, it's like the old like. When you're like older, like you automatically have like more respect, because like yeah, you you have like more like power, like not even power, but like that's like it's like you have a higher position in like the studio. Yeah, that's, that's so, true. Like, I feel like that's like influence like my thinking now, where it's like I like care a lot about age. Like if even if you're just like one year older than me, I feel like there's a very big gap between me and that person.、Mm-hmm. So I would like I can't imagine myself dating like, like even when I get older, like someone a few years older than me, because I feel like the, like there's such a huge gap there. But yeah, I don't know if Emma relates to that or not. Hmm, I don't know. I no, I definitely see the hierarchy age thing. Yeah, that that was huge. <laughs> that was huge in the studio. I mean, yeah. Um. But I feel like with relationships, I'm open to being either older or younger. Like I, I don't, I don't think I have a specific preference when it comes to that. Um, I I I see what you guys were saying about 
liking to be more mature than your partner, I guess. Um, like emotionally more mature, mentally more mature. I- I'm not sure actually. Okay, is this like my response to what Joyce is saying? But I feel like um the biggest reason why us as students and us in like um like sports or like dance or whatever the reason why age is so uh like prominent is because a year of um experience and doing the thing makes such a huge difference because like um i guess like i'm I'm assuming because i don't really do dance but i'm assuming i'm assuming that the the girls who are one year older than you who do dance like they're really respected and really good because of that one year difference because like if you scale um what you do in a year for dance versus like because like when we're adults everything kind of just blends together like if you have like one year of experience doing taxes versus two years of experience (laughs) it kind of doesn't matter so but because we're so young and so many things happen in a year i feel like that really like changes someone's ability i guess i feel like um probably what i'm saying only applies to me in like college and probably furthest would be like grad school like also school like this is like date like grades i feel like there's also a big difference in there so yeah the the maximum amount of age difference i would probably accept is like like five six years i think yeah well okay even even then i feel like um because when you're growing in between decades it's it's basically a whole generation Mm. i think especially when you're talking about like kid like your childhood or whatever oh yeah for sure i mean if you think about it a six-year difference means that um while they're in their freshman year of college, the their partner was still in middle school. That's so weird. Yeah, exactly. How? Weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if you think about, um, like, I guess I think the times are gonna change very, very fast. Like, someone now with a ten year age difference, um, like ten years ago, we didn't have phones, so technically you could have a 10 years age difference and someone would have grown up without knowing what a phone is and the other person the other partner would have been like like really good at using a phone like that that's crazy to me um but there's that rule right the divided by two plus seven is the okayness of the age of your partner that's how young your partner can be i think <laughs> divided by what? two. wait divided by two plus seven yeah, following, you know, PEMDAS. Following PEMDAS. Wait, where are you getting all these? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is it, you know the rule, the the age rule. So if your age, age of partner. Oh my god, what if I'm like 64? Dear lord. Wait, 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 wait. That number is the age difference? Or uh, the age? No, the age. So if oh. 64... So, I could have a 39-year-old. Yeah, technically. Okay, this obviously is not a perfect formula, but it works for most, I feel like. It, it works better with younger ages than older ages because then you're just going to have an 80-year-old 
with a 47-year-old. <laughs> there, there is some room for improvement in this formula, for sure. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I guess a 15-year-old now... I guess it's weird, because I'm 17. So... Mm, yeah. Oh, that's... that's... I can't believe that you're 17. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna slip into a crisis again. You're moving at the same pace as we are. You're like at the same level, I think, right? We're still in school. We're all in junior year. We're all moving at the same oh, speed. Wait, that actually made me feel better. <gasps> Annabelle, I'm so glad. Oh my gosh. See, look, we're all in this together. That like, oh my, that like hit something in my heart. Dude, I hit your heart. <laughs> Yeah, bro. <laughs> like Cupid. Thanks. Oh, oh. Dude. <laughs> um, wait, Emma, you can drive, right? Oh, yeah, I can drive. You have your license? Um, I don't have my license right now because, you know, I during quarantine, I didn't really think there was a really need to actually get my license. But I was planning on getting my license when I turned, like, 16. But that didn't happen. Oh. Unfortunate. My, my goal is to have a license by at least the middle of this summer. So, because I'm starting, I'm starting driving school in a couple months, I think. Oh, nice. You're going to be... Yeah, so I can drive you guys around. <gasps> I guess... We go to Jamba Juice. Wait, wait Joyce, are you going to learn to drive? Yes, I need to learn that. But I don't know where I'm going to find the time for that. I, like, already, like... I, oh, I haven't, uh, I'm, like, really behind, actually, now that I think about it, because I, like, haven't dri driven that much in quarantine, but I, like, haven't gone on the highway yet, still. Yeah, me neither. Which I think is pretty behind, because Emma's, like, pro-driver <laughs> at this point. No, not really. I've just driven to, like, seaside and stuff like that. That's basic. that's basically NASCAR, I was supposed I to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think, um, I guess it's... It depends on, like, uh, I know had to start driving very, very early because, um, like, she she needed to be the one to drive her sister everywhere and stuff. But at least, like, for me, I don't have a one. I don't have a car. Like, I, I only feel pressure Whoa! to drive because of peer pressure, but I don't even have a car. And, like, so, and my parents... Um, at least my mom works from home, so she can drive me and my brother anywhere, basically. And so, like, I don't have the need to drive as much as... I, well, I was supposed to get my license, like, this summer. Last summer. I don't know. Like, the summer that we just had. Because that's when I turned 16. But, yeah, COVID happened, so I didn't really feel the need to. But I should probably learn how to like get my license soon because like we're soon we're like gonna go off to college soon. Yeah. And should probably all have our license. For sure. Then. Wait, so is he old for his grade? Are you just yeah, he's old for his grade. Ah. Or not really. He's on the older end. It's not old for his age, right? Or for his grade or anything. Old yeah. for his age. Well, I guess I'm pretty old for my grade too. Like. I'm, I'm like a half a year older than pretty much everyone I know. Oh, yeah. All of us are either summer or fall. Yeah. So we're all on the younger end of our, eight, our grade. Yeah, that's, all of us? Wait, that's true. Yeah. Because 
Audrey and Maggie are both born in fall, and then the rest of us are born in the summer. Wait, Annabelle, when's your birthday? Uh, December 11th. So I'm already... Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, almost a whole year older than you and Maggie. Like, okay. I... <laughs> I always say this, and then everybody with birthdays within, like, the 20s of the month get really mad at me. Because everything, everybody's birthday in the 20s just gets, like, immediately forgotten. True. <laughs> it's either 26 or 28. I only remember months. I can't remember dates. But I have, like, a calendar of everyone's birthday, so Ooh. I won't miss it. I promise. That's so nice. I, we are, I already missed yours, Annabelle. <laughs> it's okay. It so Honestly... Cool. It was, like, every happy birthday, Annabelle, I got, I, like, spiraled deeper into existential <laughs> crisis oh. because I didn't want to think about that I was 17. <laughs> it's kind of... I feel like everybody grew up really fast, or at least this year. Like, the more that I hear about where mm. other people are going, I feel like I'm, like, not doing enough. Mm, for sure. Yeah, I, okay, I feel like out of all of the high school grades, I probably identify with sophomore the most. Like, there's no, there's no way I'm a junior. What? Yeah. There's no way I'm going to be a senior next year. Oh my god. Or no, 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 this year. Holy. (sighs) What the heck? But so much is going to happen between now and the beginning of senior year. Like, I can barely feel it happening. I know. Like, I feel like my life is going to change, like, drastically within the next few months. Literally, our entire lives are going to be determined by the by the next time we do this capsule podcast. When's the next time we're doing this? It's, like, next year at this time. Oh, wait, we're only doing it once like a year? The, at least this day. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like, this, oh. like, when we look back and stuff. Oh, my gosh. If I have to listen to this, when, like, a year from now, I'm going to be so annoyed at my own voice and, like, just hearing this person <laughs> talk like they know what's happening. Oh, yeah. I yeah, hate too. that. I hate it when people talk like they know what this, what's going on when they are completely ob- oblivious, which means I hate Us. whatever I say at all times. <laughs> Dude, that's actually, that's actually, okay. I don't have any records of, like, me speaking, like, before. Well, wait, what? I have, like, baby me speaking, but I don't think I have, like, actual, like, intelligent conversation documented from before uh, sophomore year. People don't do that, usually. Yeah. They're not, like... I'm really enjoying this conversation. Let's just keep it on my phone forever so I can listen to it before I go to bed because I like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that's Whoa. very oh, wait, interesting. Wait. How do you guys feel about like the sound of your own voice? It's so high. Why? Your voice, Emma? Hi. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, that's another weird thing. Like, when girls wake up in the morning okay at least for me my voice is higher in the morning oh really yeah dude my voice in the morning is like creaky it's like i yeah me too i don't like it i think my voice (laughs) is deeper but i'm not exactly sure wait i feel like i feel like i feel like i have a man's voice (laughs) No, you don't. You not at all. Voice. 
Okay, I'd say all of us have like m- mid to low voices for girls, but except Emma. Do- I think Audrey has wait, a high voice. I think me? Yeah. Okay, that was a bad example. <laughs> but like, wait, really? I think Audrey and Emma. Okay, maybe I just I have friends who have very very high voices. Mm. I think when I'm surprised or like when I'm thoroughly entertained by the people that I'm talking to and I'm like talking very fast, my voice gets high pitched because I'm enthusiastic. Not like right now because I'm laying on my bed. But like when I'm really calm, <laughs> yeah. I can like go into the deep like Kardashian vocal fry mode. <laughs> <laughs> can you guys relate? Yeah. <laughs> I think I talk. I think I. I think my voice is a lot higher around my family. Yeah. Huh. And it gets lower when I talk to people like that I don't really know. Yeah. It's okay, like the opposite uh, for me. Really. I feel like more of a kid in front of my family. I feel like. I love little kids. I hate kids. And, and okay, unless they are, like, very, very cute, they it, it gives me rage whenever I see a kid. <laughs> like, Dude, I'm <laughs> about kids is the fact that they give, like, zero shits about anything. Because <laughs> they have no, like... Like, they're not self-conscious at all. I honestly, you know, love kids. <laughs> I think they're really great. Yeah. I feel like seeing people that are good with kids makes kids cuter. Like if Yes. You, like, okay, maybe it's because I admire the person that's good with kids. But, like, yes. oh their interactions are very cute. <laughs> I I love seeing like uh like people I know like that like kids interact with kids. It's like oh I don't know, it's like a is that like some like weird it's like it's like half mother feeling but you're not the mother. Like you're just like <laughs> looking you like looking at mothers. <laughs> like like <you're, laughs> I'm second Uh what was I saying? Oh, when I was a kid I thought People only had kids so that when they got old, they would have a source of income. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's kind of true. So, like, uh, I feel like that thinking has returned. I mean, like, to me, like, I, like, I, like, realize that, like, when I get older, how am I not gonna, how am I gonna have money after I retire? Right now, my retirement grandma. funds? Yeah. My grandparents are like four hundred one k. Their money. <laughs> it makes me like, like weirdly, like anxious to imagine like I I like have a certain amount of money like just stored, but it's just like slowly draining away. Oh yeah, like, no that since I'm old. It's like, what if I outlive the amount of funds I like put aside? Does that mean I just have to die? <laughs> Force death upon yourself because there's no longer funds in the bank to support your living. Yeah, self-induced chronic illness. Euthanize yeah. you. <laughs> I'd rather euthanize yourself with <laughs> before I live on purely the through through will. Your mental willpower just it's like puts yourself to death. <laughs> the little girl in Despicable Me who fainted from trying to suffocate herself after Gru refused to get her uh, toy. 
Oh my gosh. That, That's a very but, specific memory. <laughs> that, that, but old person. <laughs> Is this old? Oh, do you know what very specific memory I have of you, Emma? What? I know this was in fourth grade, and Miss Skinsco was praising an essay that you wrote. Oh, you told me this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. In this essay you wrote, it was like a narrative essay, and you wrote, like, blonde hair <laughs> fluttering through the wind. What? I, uh... I remember this so clearly. I don't have any recollection of this happening, but I'll take your word for it. Why was your hair blonde? Yeah, you put a disclaimer before you said it. You said, I don't have blonde hair, but I still wrote this. Oh my god. I don't know. I find that so funny. That's like my first memory of you. Oh, oh gosh. I Maybe I just blocked that memory out. <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't remember it happening but (laughs) i don't i don't want to remember it happening one of my key like one of like my main memories from elementary school and i don't know why (laughs) what oh gosh oh my gosh i i swear (laughs) you've told me this story so many times I just like occasionally suddenly like remember. Yeah, you you. Uh, every time you tell me the story, I kind of just decompose because <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I do that. Why did I do that to myself? Wait, Joyce, okay. which fourth grade class were you in? Fourth grade. Were you in Gensko? Yeah. You were. Yes. <laughs> We were in the same fourth grade class. Do you not? Okay, guys, I do remember Joyce was in our fourth grade class because do you guys remember Billy, Bob, and Joe and Susie? Like very Those sound vaguely like, familiar. Okay, I'm almost sure. Unless I've oh created my God. this alternate Wait, actually, universe, I do. Wait, is Susie Jay? <laughs> Susie's Jayon. Yeah. You were Billy, and I remember Joyce was Bob, and I was Joe. Wait, wait, why was I a part of this? What? I, don't, I do not know. I, I don't remember wait, why you were a part of this. this. I literally don't remember this. Um, I do remember that this kind of became a huge thing inside our class, that every single person inside our class had a gender-bent name. And I do remember, like... Like Ava was Richard. I remember she oh, signed yeah, I remember all of that too. my <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, this is I do remember this happening really clearly. That's like my only memory of fourth grade is that everyone had a gender bent name, and I do remember how this all originated because I was doing like a math problem with Jayung. I don't know why I was doing a math problem with Jayung, but he was. We were like telling each other how stupid the other person was. <laughs> for whatever reason and um i was i was like oh dude you're like Susie in this problem and he was like well well you're like joe in this problem and oh no that just, okay Is well that then me? that just kind of blew up and that Everybody. led to everybody gender bending their names <laughs> yeah miss gengel's miss gengel's class was great you like I didn't remember that at all until you, like, brought it up, and then suddenly it, like, got undug from the folds of my brain. <laughs> that was intense. Mm. 
<laughs> I brought you on a trip through memory lane. Yeah. I have I have a story. I went on a walk recently, and mm-hmm. do you guys know what a liminal space is? No. It's like a space, like if you Google it, it's like a space that's normally inhabited by lots of people, like a school hallway, but it's like completely empty. Like if you've seen like those oddly like familiar places videos, it's like an empty pump oh, it yeah. up, or like an empty oh. bowling place, or an empty school hallway. Um, so I went on a walk on a trail that was, um, Maggie, you know, the trail that you took us on that wasn't paved before, but it was, like, you, me, John. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, John. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, but it's paved over now. So I went up that trail and it goes through, like, you know that big cement cylinder, like, recycling area? Yeah, it's all paved over now. And it's, like, this big pasture that's almost completely flat. Like, if you think about the Teletubbies background, where the grass is completely flat, it's like that. Okay, so I walked up there, and then the grass was completely flat. It felt, like, like weirdly unsettling. Like, I've been there before. Like, I was part of a kid's show. And there were, like, these 2D cardboard cutouts of eagles just, like, everywhere. It was so, like, it was so unsettling. Like, um, here, I'll send you the Teletubbies episode that I was thinking about while I was walking up there. It looks like oh. that. It's like 2D cutouts of eagles. And it was completely desolate. Like, it looked like I was in the back country for a while. And I kept walking, and I passed a sign with, like, tractor crossing. And I was like, wow, where am I? <laughs> um... <laughs> And then once I got to the end, there was a playground, and there were finally people at this playground, and it was, like, paved over with fake turf, also looked kind of like the Teletubby set, and there was a family, there were, like, several families playing with each other, and they were, like, all Asian. So I was, like, I was, like, drowned with these feelings of nostalgia, because there were these kids that were playing with each other on the jungle gym, and they were all running from one of the dads, and they were going, and they were calling him, like, the Taran, and they were like, I don't want to be the Taran, you can't catch me. And I was like, wow, same, I don't want to be the Taran either. And I was just watching them play, like, some creepy, like, bystander. Um, That's kind of deep. <laughs> and then, I know, I felt like crying for a second, like, the lighting streaming through that jungle gym, and just, like, watching people, like, they're so young, but they also don't want to grow old. And I am, like, at this crossroads between being the parent and being the child. And then, <laughs> um... There were these moms who were, like, pushing their infants on the swings, and I was just watching them for a while, and then I was watching the kids play tag with each other, and then when I looked back, the the kids were back in their strollers, and the moms were just swinging with each other, and I felt like there was some kind of regression in age and how youth is always, like, permanent. I felt like crying. What? Oh my <laughs> goodness. I walked into the That's... crossroads of life. That was deep. That was beautiful. Yeah. You guys should come with me one time. We can cry. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, and then we can pretend. Why does to that be sound like again. a book title? The <laughs> like on Beyond, Beyond the Wasteland. <laughs> that sounds like a like a horror movie. Really? I feel like I playground <laughs> Beyond the Wasteland. <laughs> Where kids go to die and get disposed of. Oh I don't know. Well, that was such a that was such a beautiful story. Yeah. That was. <laughs>
I had to share that moment. I'm sorry. And then, okay, on the way back, it was like walking through the forest, like how we used to in middle school. It was such like a weird full circle moment. That's it. That was my monologue that I wanted to share. <laughs> Do you guys have specific things that you have nostalgia for? Because for me, everything I have nostalgia for, it, there's also cringe that comes with it. So like, I guess I don't really try to think about stuff that I used to do when I was younger. Like, either either cringe or guilt. Mm-hmm. I think about Yogo's bits a lot. Nostalgia? <laughs> um, Niga Higa videos. When I watch Niga Higa videos, I remember, I like, the first thing I think of is <laughs> watching them with Audrey. <laughs> oh. I feel like yeah. a lot of... Yeah. A lot of my childhood kind of revolt. Like, I always think about the dumb things that my grandparents made me do. Like, once I sat on a chicken egg because my grandpa told me that it would hatch, like, a real chicken. So Ryan and I just, like, sat on the carpet and, like, crushed a chicken egg on the carpet. And then my grandpa yelled at us, and it was really funny. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, okay, sorry. That just triggered this memory of um, Audrey. Um, I remember you, like, hurt your ankle once. You, you, you stood on the basketball. And then you try to... Sh- you sh- you, I came over later, and then you try to sh- demonstrate how you got hurt in the first place. Stood on the basketball and got hurt again. So I remember this song. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> Emma, come over. I have to show you how I got it. Oh, my God. I'm fine. <laughs> Memories involve being stupid. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. Now that I've, it's just triggered a rush of memories of stupid stuff we did as kids. When I spilled water all over like the. <laughs> or the. <laughs> I remember putting hand soap on your floor. So we could ice skate with bare feet. Oh my god. These are a set. <laughs> I wanna say. Wait, do you remember the mop slippers I used to have? <laughs> yeah, I remember had them. Do you still have them? No, I don't have them anymore. <laughs> we threw walnuts at a door to try to break them open. What? Wait, <laughs> why? Where was that? It wasn't in my at your house. house. It wasn't at your house. It was in my garage. That's why my when we sold the house, my garage, like the door to our garage, had a like a dent in it. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> I wonder why your parents don't hate me. Do they? They probably do. They think I'm so dumb. No, but you like broke my brother's blinds one time. 
Okay. Okay. Your entire house is worthless. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, that was a fun reminiscing session. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can do this when we're older. Yeah. Oh, do you guys want to talk about phobias? I feel like I don't hear about those a lot. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I feel like oh my wait, I had this conversation with Emma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have phobias, but I actually but then I started talking about it. I had like twenty phobias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember this. I hate rats. That's my phobia. Oh, oh all rodents, basically. Yeah. I, I've been through this. Hamsters? Yes. Guinea what? pigs? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Emma, why do you not like rodents? Um, I, I don't like them. I'm scared of it, all of them, did, basically. Did something traumatic happen to you with rodents when you were younger or something? I don't think so. I just... Actually, huh. I do remember, um, I think I kind of made myself afraid of rodents because I think I had to write like a horror piece once for, I can't remember why I had to write a horror piece, but I did. And then I wrote about rats coming out of the um, upper stair, like the upstairs of my house. I used to not be afraid of rats, but after I wrote that piece, I like conditioned myself to be scared of them. And now I hate all rodents. Oh. It was an interesting experience, I will say. I think rats are pretty cute. Oh my god. <laughs> I do too. Okay, I have like a... I have such a... When, when I was in living in China, like before first grade and stuff, I was like like a hamster breeder. Like I was like a hamster what? connoisseur. What it just happened. Like I didn't I didn't plan for my hamsters to breed, but they did. Oh. And then they ate each other. Oh, And what? it was terrible. But I have a, I have a soft spot for hamsters. They're just so small and they're so cute. I I don't think I don't think I'm ever gonna have a hamster when I grow up because I was like traumatized by my hamster's death when I was a kid because like it like oh my it was I like watched it die because oh. it like it was like it was like alive and well like a few seconds we were like feeding him wait was it that hamster actually I don't remember wait because I like multiple hamsters. I think my first hamster just died of old age. Okay. But it was, like, it was fine. It was, like, and then, and then, like, when I, like, looked at it again, it just stopped moving. Mm-hmm. And then, what? And then Wait, picked what it up and it was dead. Oh. And then that was, like, my first pet death. Dang. And then, like, and then, like, we got more hamsters. And then that hamster, wait, no, I got another hamster. It was a girl hamster. But then she got sick. And we fed a menace, <laughs> but she still died. So, I don't think... They, like, live too short. Like, they, like, die in two years. So, I don't think I'm ever going to get a hamster when I get older. Yeah. This might be, like, too sad. Or, like, too dark. Or not dark, but, like, I don't remember. I had a lot of, like, like fish and hamsters, mm-hmm. um, like, when I was younger. And I'm sure they all, like, I'm, I'm sure I probably witnessed some of their deaths, but I genuinely do not remember a single one. And I think it's because, like, like, I'm, like, purposely blocking them out, right? But I am so, so terrified of my dog's death that, like, because she's, she's 10 now. Yay, long live. And it's, like, 
Well, the thing is, she has really bad heart murmur. Mm. So I know it's I know it's coming. I don't oh. know. I think if we're talking about phobias, that's probably one of my biggest fears. And I I know it's I know it's coming soon. Let's not talk about that then. <laughs> well, I have a fear of fire because oh you told me that yeah the story i don't think i yes oh okay like i don't think like i'll actually maybe it, it's better now but i've like avoided like fire and like just like cooking like my entire life because when i was a kid i went to a like a um like monk like one of those like places in china where like burn incense and stuff and then I was, like, given a bunch of incense to hold and then, like, light. And then, but then, like, there was too much fire. So then it, like, instead of, like, just, like, burning the tips, it, like, caught on fire. And then the entire, like, bunch, like, they, like, traveled down. And then it burned my hand. And then I dropped it, obviously. And then it hit my knee and it burnt my knee. And then it fell and then it burnt my foot. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then, like, I got really scared of fire after that. And then... Yeah, so now I'm, like, scared of fire still. I also had, like, a really big fear of the dark when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. until I was pretty old. Oh, but I think I think every kid... I mean, honestly, I'm, like, still kind of scared of the dark. Mm, it's just... Here. It's more like... Like, everything bad is in the dark. Like... Men. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, like, sleep with the lights on... Oh, until I was, like, really pretty old. I think it was, like, until, like, middle school. With the lights? Like, your like your room light? Like, my entire room had to be lit up. Whoa. Really? Otherwise, I couldn't sleep. Like, I couldn't fall asleep. Yeah. It's, okay, this is, all, like, my fears have, like, backstories. Okay, it's because when my aunt came over when I was younger, like, she really liked watching horror movies. So then she just, like, watched, like, five of them. And then I watched all of them. And then, like, I got, like, so terrified of, like, the dark. And it, like, like haunted me for, like, ten years. I guess, like, the only, like, regular fear I have is just spiders. Like, I, I can't. Every time I see a spider, like, my heart rate, like, shoots through the roof. Like, they're so small and harmless. But there's something about, like, the legs mm. and how they move. I can't. I can't look at them. You want to talk about dreams? Oh yeah, if somebody has a good yeah, dream. Yeah, sure. I, I love it. talking about dreams. <sighs> I've been dreaming so much. Ooh, hit us with it. I believe I say this a lot to Emma at least, but yeah, like this is what I use to justify the fact that I like don't sleep. But like, the more I sleep, the more dreams I have. It's like exponential, and the dreams I have are like really fucked like okay just last night my dream uh, i have so many dreams that's just like me like running for my life or like me dying and oh god i was like, I was, like huh, i don't want to think about it okay but like there was at one point where in the dream i had a like i was like with three like two other people and we were like running and then there was like a whole backstory but basically like at one point, we had to crawl out this window, 
to run. But then, like, the people chased after us. And then, <laughs> and then, like, um, they had guns and then they killed us. Oh. That's the nice Holy way to put shit. what happened. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I have, like, really bad dreams, I'd say. Like, I really hate dreaming a lot because it's either me like getting stressed out over like a test i dream about like tests and deadlines a lot or i dream about like dying so yeah god i hate like dreaming so then like but i don't dream when i'm really sleep deprived so i just try not to sleep that much oh is that why (laughs) oh god that's that's horrible. Yeah, I like. Uh, it's like, I think I've gotten more used to it. But like, when I was younger. I would like wake up like crying a lot from like how stressful my dreams were, and I'll be really glad that I woke up. Has this been a thing like since you were really young? I don't remember it from when I was young. I think I dreamed like when I was younger, but like not really bad stuff. But they got like worse when I grew up. Damn. I guess, like, I used to have nightmares about, like, r- random stuff. I, I, the, the, okay, the things I found scary back then are, like, not scary to me now. Like, I feel like the the worst a dream has ever gotten for me is just weird. Like, it's, like, it's, like, strange, so it's not really a nightmare. But I don't think I usually remember my dreams, like, at all. Oh, uh. I guess, like, I, like, remember my dreams really clearly when I wake up. And then oh. sometimes, like, I choose to write down a lot of my dreams, but, like, sometimes they linger. Like, if they're do very impressionable. A... Do you have reoccurring dreams? I think my dreams are, like, similar a lot of times. Because it's always just me dying. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, this this dream, like, the one dream that, like, really freaked me out was I think what I told probably a lot of you guys but it was like it was really long it was like I had like multiple lifetimes in that dream and then basically what happened was the worst part was like the person that I like fucked over in my previous life and like the current lifetime they like were like out to get me and then like basically the worst part was like he repeatedly slit my throat okay this is gonna get kind of graphic but he like um like in my like i was sleeping in my dream and then he like repeatedly cut my throat lightly to make sure i wasn't gonna die but like he was like torturing me and then like like when i woke up i could like i felt like i was getting cut but yeah that was that was like pretty like a, like a month ago a few months ago. That was a dream that I did not like, and a lot of my dreams are just like me in a situation where I have to like run away or like I'm getting killed or someone else dying. If that counts as reoccurring, are are you okay, man? Like like I feel like like a that that sounds like actual like like traumatizing stuff it's like it doesn't really affect me that much like it's just when i wake up it's really bad but 
Yeah. Wait, I want to know what your guys' favorite dreams are. Because I have a very, I have a very special favorite dream. Oh. My favorite dream is from fourth grade. No, wait. Didn't you get like enlightened in your dream? (laughs) (laughs) It's Aura. No! We lived in the Grand Canyon. My, my, my favorite dream. Oh my god, okay. I I think I like went to heaven, <laughs> like physically. Like I went, like like the like the setting was like like clouds, and like a like a bridge. And then what happened was I got a pair of wings, oh. and then I just spent my entire dream flying. What? And then like I spent a really long time circling around a tree, and then I managed to get on top of the tree, and I sat there and watched the sunset. Whoa! That was my favorite dream. It was very peaceful. And oh I was so God. mad when I woke up. I tried to go back to sleep. <laughs> that was like one of the... Oh, all like the my good dreams that I've had are like very special. Because I don't have them often. Because like my other good dreams are like... I can only remember like two. Another one was I was also flying in that one. But I was in Minecraft mode. And I was playing <laughs> Minecraft a lot those days. So I was flying with an Elytra. And then my other good dream was I was, um, I, I like just, it was like normal. So I just spent the entire day with, which is really <laughs> fucking weird. Like, um, this really happened like, uh, after middle school. The only, okay, I don't think I, like, even now I'm like trying to think what? as hard as I can. I don't think I remember any specific dream, but there was, like, what? this one, it's almost like, yeah, yeah, but there's, like, one, it's almost like I took a screenshot of my dream, it's just, like, a still image, there's nothing, like, I, I can't remember the plot or what happened, but it was, I think it was pretty much every single person that I knew was sitting in this gigantic black school bus, mm. and I was, like, they were all sitting in the seats, right? And we were all in, like, military gear. (laughs) But it was, like, futuristic gear. So everyone had, like, neon lights. And everyone was, like, really happy. But also, it felt wrong because we were in a giant black school bus. And and that's, like, the only thing I can think of. Sounds pretty ominous. Were we playing laser tag? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's, It's exactly, like, the stuff you wear for laser tag. That sounds really, like, cool. But it, it's not, like, scary, because everyone was, like, happy, so I don't know. Wait, do you seriously not remember a single dream? No, I, at least, like, at this moment, I can't. I, like, have so many dreams. Oh, I want to tell you guys, can I just tell you guys about my dreams? Okay. Yes, please. One, like, interesting dream that I had that I thought had a lot of symbolism in it was, it wasn't that bad, it was just... It was like, I was on this like field trip with a bunch of kids. Like, I don't think any of them were people I actually knew in real life. And then we were like, it was like a weird field trip. So like, we like, like, um, like lived outside, like lived in like a hotel for a few days or something. And then like, um, one of the places we went was like an art museum that just opened. And then it was like run by a family. And then 
on the I remember like really clearly like what it looked like, but like basically it was like really eerie looking. And then inside were just like really creepy exhibitions of like feelings and like seasons, like spring or like sadness. Like the sadness ex- exhibition was like an empty dark room with a chair in the middle. Whoa. And then Whoa. and then um but the symbolism part was like there was this one girl in the group who like um she was like a social outcast so then like we all like went to parties and then we like ate and like had fun at the parties but then she didn't go to any of them and then she was also the foster daughter of the family that opened the museum but then she ended up dying because she didn't have any food because she didn't go to any of the parties so then like she's like starved to death yeah (laughs) so she just died and then oh my god i like when i like thought when i like had the dream i like felt like she like was my fear of like being socially outcast. Whoa, that's like, Whoa. That, like okay, yeah. That was like a dream that I thought a lot about that I had when I was like I don't know how old I was when I had that, probably like a few years ago. Um, so should we close off right now and then we can just talk for the rest of it because I don't wanna Yeah, yeah, we can end. Um Is there like okay, a closing? The, the end. <laughs> the the end. Is we can all say bye, so it's like a coherent ending to the podcast. This <laughs> is such an awkward way to, to end. Actually, it. end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. 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 See you next time. <laughs> it was fun.